Welcome everyone. We're about to begin by Sashem BPJ number 48. That's Pius Panini Joint Group, share number 48. Uh, we're in date number four. Uh, that talks about the cost of love, talking about work and about money. And it's interesting that they bring down what the Chazal say over here. That Eza Usher Hasameach Bechalkai, a true rich person, is somebody that is hap- happy with his li- li- lot in life. And the concept of having enough money, whatever enough money, quote-unquote, means, is a very relative term. Very often, it's clear you're, you're really struggling, but no matter what, then you're doing better and you're doing better, you'll always feel you won't have enough money. The way it works is always, when you whatever you have, you always want more. And whatever you have is not enough, and always there's a dissatisfaction. And, and it's just human nature that way. Uh, some couples have money problems because they're really struggling getting the basics together. That's true. But very often couples struggle and have money problems because they live beyond their means. Or they get into them, made some errors financially to get themselves into debt. Or a couple keeps financial secrets from one another in different situations or they're not working together to meet their financial to meet their financial goals, and um, and especially if both of them are working, um, and you know how to pay the rent, how to pay the mortgage, what household bills, how to manage that, to have short term goals, to have long term goals, and to budget budgeting together, and this is one thing that's very very important. People, husbands and wives, very often want to avoid this subject and, and not discuss these things. But very often, believe it or not, you know, as much as people think that budgeting and working with each other on that could cause friction, very often it could cause a tremendous amount of shalom when you really get together and you understand each other and you do it in a kind way and you work a plan that works for the both of you, long-term and short-term. And it's interesting, they did a research that there's a big difference between men and women in the way they um, handle money. Generally speaking, again, this is not maybe not be stereotypical of the Jewish culture, in, but in general, that men, women don't typically save money, and um, and it's estimated that um, for many women, having enough money can mean many different things. And they equate money, having enough money with love and respect and security. And enough money is also equated with being accepted, being attractive, having strength. That's for women. And for men, it's a connection between money and power. That's true for women too, but it's more common by men um, that they equate money with power. Enough money means that they have strength, independence, maturity, they're competitive, they have social power, and so on and so forth. So the conflict about money could be navigated when you talk to each other. What do you mean, what does having enough mean? Uh, you know, you, 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 what does it mean to you power? Does it mean independence? Does it mean it makes you strong? Does it mean that you don't have to rely on anyone? Does it mean being responsible? Does it mean that I'll be able to be able to relax and have menuchas hanefesh? You talk about these things with each other, about what money really means to you. What what do you 
aiming for? Is it an end of itself? Is it something that you'll be happy at a certain point with whatever, you know, you know, what you, what you would be happy with? These type of discussions create an understanding between a husband and wife in, in the reality of what they are earning versus what their goals are for the future and coming to a common ground with their money situation. And if one of them is more of a saver and one of them is more of a spender, don't label each other that way. You both have family histories as to why you are the way you are, why you tend to save more or spend more based on the way you grew up, based on your, your attitudes. And there's very much reasonableness and understandingness that makes perfect sense um, to the person that is saving a lot or spending a lot that they need to share and be listened to pertaining to that. So that's one thing. We talked about how work is a big, big burden for many. It could be the third party that separates a husband and a wife. Overwork. Um, you know, so the key of balancing your relationship and your work is very fundamental and key to the success of your marriage. And this is where Betochen comes in. Because very often, people don't have a braver. They have to work very hard. Hashem requires that Hishtadlis to work very hard in order to make a living. But then very often, you can ask a Shaila about these things that sometimes you're overdoing it. You're overdoing it, and you either have to find, try to find another job that has less hours or, or less pressure or whatever it is, or work through it or ask a shayla. Sometimes one needs to scale down. There are many, many people that were on that path to some type of great career, but they were working 50, 60, even 70 hours a week. Crazy, crazy hours to get that. So the, 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 there was financial flow and they were able to pay their mortgage down, and they were able to buy their their cars and to spend, but it wasn't a life. It was totally, totally obsessed with that work, and that consumed it, and they didn't have time for their relationship. So to balance that out requires a lot of amuna and betachen and yishavadas, and it's very, very important to find that healthy balance. To find the healthy balance between work and quality time with your husband and with your wife. And money issues, it's not just about dollars and cents, it's about what it means to you. Every, to every person, it means something else. That's, that's, that's very, you know, important point to know. Interesting, they also say that when you, the sharing of household tasks is also an important of, is, is success for a successful marriage, uh, which is very important. Uh, that they share household tasks in a healthy way as each one is working whatever they're working. And if either one of you or both of you are under an enormous pressure and stress from work or you're working very long hours, this can create a certain degree of loneliness and a certain degree of a certain lack of emotional connection in the relationship that pulls people apart. And therefore, need to be intentional about that. Baruch Hashem, we're happy that we're making a living, that we're earning a living. But let's see if we could figure out a way to have some type of a healthy balance. That to balance that work pressure and the time that it is and to try to find something that's more 
reasonable and to work through those pressures of, of, of a work life. The big part of this also is to cultivate a karasatai for what you do have. That is such an important thing because very often couples, again, they could fight when it's very tight and then they'll realize sometimes they'll have some relief and they'll be more, they'll be more calmer about it. But in many, many cases, they continue fighting along even as they're earning more and more money. And even as they're becoming somewhat more comfortable. And even now, it's not just a matter of ends and meat that you could actually could afford things. And there's still friction about this money, these money issues. And there needs to be a real healthy communication, what money means to you, why, does it, why is it so important to you, and to realize that when you talk to each other about this, it's not just about budgeting, it's not just about crunching numbers, it's about understanding why money is important to each one of you, discuss it in an honest way. One of them may say, as a wife, let's say she came in and said, listen, I, 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 bo- I was brought up in a very poor family, I was embarrassed, when I only had one or two outfits, I don't want to live that way anymore, and that's why I, I, I look at it as a source of pain to me, and I need more, you know, ravacha. I need more expansiveness in the financial realm of it. Another one may have come from a wealthy family and said, I see how money k- killed our relationships, therefore I am going to be more balanced. I'm going to sort of... Um, you know, save to a certain degree, but not put so much focus on the money aspect of it. And I'm not going to buy that those crazy excessive things, but I'm going to be very judicious about the money. And each one could discuss to, with each other about it. And the key really is, and this is something that we mentioned in passing, never minimize the stress that the, your husband or your wife is going through when they are working whether they are working for a living and earning money, or whether they are working at home as a full-time mother, not to minimize the stress of that work, to understand what it is, to have a karsatoiv, a husband and a wife. For example, if, the, if let's say the husband is working full-time and the wife is working part-time, I'm just giving that scenario, that happens a lot. A wife who's working for part-time, gives tremendous akharsatayv to her husband for putting in so many long hours. And the husband, who's working part full-time, to have akharsatayv to his wife, whether she's working part-time and saying, thank you for helping me with this burden of financial burden, or even if she's not working at all, but spending, basically raising the kids, thank you for that. That's also extremely hard work. Very, very dedicated work that people take granted for, it is no less important than the husband going out with whatever profession that he is doing. There's no less value to a woman who takes care of her children full-time at home versus a career. We understand that. And the key really is, is to really share, don't focus on the past money mistakes. You may you can beat yourselves up or beat each other up how you overspend or missed a financial opportunity here or there or made a mistake. These things happen like everything else. You move from it and 
Also, when you have dreams and aspirations about money, don't knock each other for it. Don't dismiss it. Understand that there's a, there's a, valid, there's a validity to it. Understand that there's some great value to, to that. So the key really is, is to respect your values around money and around work. Work hard together towards a shared financial goal. And this is not a chasaran in Bitochen at all. To, to the normal, healthy, required hishtablis pertaining to these things. But also a big part of it is to have Bitochen, to have a Muna and Bitochen that HaKadosh Baruch Hu will provide you what you need. And sometimes you need to discuss um, about how much tzedakah to give and work out that. If you have difficulty and there's a conflict, you can always ask a shaila about it. How much tzedakah is the right amount of tzedakah to give? Who to give? How to give? And, and, and to understand those type of things and to work with each other on that and also to have your children, as they see you work through money issues, to work on it in a mature, healthy way where they feel secure, where they feel safe, whether they have a lot of money or they have a little money, they realize their parents are on the same team working as best as they can um, to do everything they can to support their children financially and, and in emotionally and so on and so forth. Remember that money is just a means to an end. And, and, and the idea of having our cars tie to each other, to appreciate Hashem gives parnasa but to appreciate how hard your husband works or how hard your wife works, whether they're paid or not paid, meaning whether they're, if they're a, a mother in the house or the father at home, the work aspect of it is not just work in the office, but the work overall of what you do and, 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 and not to take it lightly and to really to help you with this help you with your wife, you with your husband, to know how to handle money in an Erlecha way, in the right way, where you get along with each other about it, where you don't argue with each other about it. You just talk to each other in very mature ways about the money aspects and about budgeting. And as much as people run away from it, like we said, this is a vehicle that creates such great closeness between a husband and wife, where they're on the same page you see some things a little differently, of course, but more or less they're on the same page and say we're working together. We're not going to be afraid of the money we have or we don't have. We love each other. We're going to work with each other. We're going to respect each other and we're going to respect each other's work values. We're not going to bash each other for being more spending versus more saving. We'll work a happy medium between the two of us and respect it. And with those type of talks, you speak to people who are married for a while and they have that, those mature conversations and they're able to do it together. It really is a bonding experience. And may our Baruch help that we should all have those bonding experiences. Even when we're talking about things like money and work and budgeting, it has to come with a feeling of akar satayv, of dedication, of appreciation, towards one another for the hard work that each one does 
and for the money that you provide that you provide of course hashem is providing it but again we go through the same thing that as we learn from the chayvah salvavis and in other places in shar habitach and in other areas where we're not supposed to rely and realize in other words you could say it's not my husband bringing in the money it's hashem it's not my wife bringing in the money it's hashem of course it's hashem and hashem wants you to look to him as the source of parnasa but at the same time, he does want you to have a karsa type to each other as a shliach. Hashem wants you to thank the shliach, whoever that shliach is that benefited you financially or, or any other way. He wants you to have a karsa type to that shliach. He just doesn't want you to place trust in that shliach, to think that that shliach was the one who did it. So, of course, you don't, and it's, it's Hashem that brings into Parnasa, but to appreciate each other for it. That's a beautiful thing. And a husband should remember also whether the wife is working part-time or she, if she's not working at all, even if she's not, not working at all. So don't rationalize in your head. So I, I am all doing all the heavy lifting with the financial burden and, and, and look down at your wife, for that. Adaraba, Adaraba, the reverse is true. Bracha is shaira on a home because of a wife. Because she's a mother and taking care of the kids, that's why you're having hatzlacha. And that's how you have to look at it too. Every husband that's earning money, they realize, Baruch Hashem, I'm earning money because Hashem gave me a matana and it's in the schus of my wife or my children. That's the way you have to look at it. And with that, you grow more and more in Akara Sataif. Baruch and hatzlacha.